0: You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Not
1: in a minute, we live. We live. we live.
2: This is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Search your podcast app for Locked On. To get podcast on the NBA, the NFL, MLB, and fantasy sports, I'm Doug Branson. I cover the team for FanRagSports.com. I'm joined by my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. He's been covering the Hornets since they were called the Bobcats for at thehive.com. David Walker.
0: That's right. People forget the Hornets used to be the Bobcats, Doug, but it's true. And we watched it all.
2: And Dell Curry would like them to forget that. Anytime they <laughs> anytime a Bobcats <laughs> mention happens, he likes to just turn that back to the teal and purple. We
0: we may need we may need to bring up Dell's uh, reference points last night when he was talking about his future son-in-law.
2: And, oh, and, oh, don't worry, okay. <laughs> don't worry. I have that. I have that one in the front pocket. We're wow. gonna do a box score boogie later. Probably going to hear hear that come up then. Well, also we will break down what happened. Hornets Hawks. The Hornets get a win, one twenty nine. To 117, we will talk about a few of the things that happened in that game. Uh, plus, we've been catching a little flack on this show for not having enough stats. We've had a lot of fun this weekend. We're reshaping the show a little bit, and and we haven't been talking a lot of stats. We haven't been digging down deep enough. I get that. It's a balance. you got to find the balance. So we're going to work on that later in the show with a segment we're calling did You Know? And I've got this uh, beautiful drop here. Ah. The more you know. Speaking of uh, beautiful things, we've got one in the studio right now beside me. Steve Bopforest.
1: Bob- that might have been the longest uh, you've gone before introducing me.
2: I'm t- I I did this with uh, Matt Fox yesterday. I'm trying to uh, yeah, I'm trying to bring the guest in a little later so it's not just so bang 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 and you get your own you get your own moment as opposed let to being breathe. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to let it breathe.
1: Me and Matt yeah. are going to talk about that. We're going to discuss our feelings after this. I panel. think
2: you should feel good. You get your own moment. I didn't want you to be lumped in with with David Walker.
1: Well, if you think I should feel good then then I'll go with that. Good deal.
2: Uh, Hey, you mentioned the Bobcats, David. Wanted to um, Mm -hmm. not shout out, uh, what's the right word here? Just uh, send my condolences to the family. Yeah, for uh, Tom Benson, number one, uh, Mm -hmm. owner of the Pelicans, owner of the New Orleans Saints. If not for Mr. Benson changing the name of the New Orleans Hornets to the Pelicans, we would not have uh, the Hornets name back in Charlotte. And then also uh, uh, Henry Williams, a Bobcats announcer. Uh, died and, and UNC Charlotte uh, legend, legend, yeah, and Charlotte legend, really Charlotte sports yeah. legend. So, um condolences to the family as well. A couple of couple of losses that uh, have to do with the Hornets. There
1: crazy week, yeah. lost a lot of guys. Stephen Hawking,
2: that was tough too.
1: I, it's just you know sometimes they come in waves like
0: that. Coming secret through. Hornets fan,
1: <laughs> secret Hornets fan.
0: That's what killed him. He not like. He didn't. He didn't like a lot of people to know. But
2: anyway. Anyway, I didn't want it should not have started Fun the, Friday off with condolences. <laughs> it was
1: it was he was he liked the science, but he also liked the Hornets. Those are his two yeah. things. He was good in that movie.
2: <laughs> I that. Woo! Woo! Oh, this, this. oh, I like this. I forgot Steve Bob. Steve Bob is uninitiated. He hasn't been. He hasn't been watching the Hornets, and he hasn't been listening to the show. So I have to tell him about. Buddy, what, but you what know that is.
1: music's right up Steve Bob's alley.
2: That's right. This is uh, this is the satchel of NBA LOLs. This is where uh, when the when the talk gets too heavy on the show around the Hornets or around condolences. We got a we got a balance. It's all about balance. That's what this show is trying to find right now. So we reach in. I have a satchel of NBA LOL's full oh, there it is. of NBA laughs right beside us here. It's beautiful. It's multicolored. Mm. Uh, it's so so many colors. I can't even name them all. Uh, it's Corinthian so bright. Leather. It's so bright. You cannot even put your eyes upon it. You have to sort of look off to the side.
1: That's right. I'm wearing two eye patches right now.
2: All right, let's reach down. I'm going to go down deep for this one. This production Alright. You ready for this one? The same man who designed the NBA logo, Alan Siegel, invented the 1040 EZ tax form. Not very funny, but it is very interesting. Do you think
1: those guys the guys of the IRS call him the logo?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I hope so. I hope you would be known for creating the NBA logo more than creating the 1040 EZ. Although... Nice so, name. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. He's a little creative.
0: Yeah. Let's go, Can you imagine? I mean, first of all, you got the NBA logo in your back pocket, but then you have the the easy form. Like, the, I bet you can't even talk to this guy. He's got such a big head. Like, that's that's two life changing inventions in one lifetime. Come on.
1: Yeah, what were some of his misses, though? I wonder. Did he just did those two things? He
2: also invented That's new it. Coke.
1: Retired. New Coke was his.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was a he doesn't like to talk about Siegel doesn't like to talk about that one.
1: Let's not bring that up. Just let's just remember the easy form.
2: All right, let's start with some statistics. Let's dig down into the stats. It's time for Did You Know.
1: We got a piano player in here in studio. How much does that guy costing?
2: Did you know? According to Basketball Reference, Michael Carter Williams has a better VORP than Michael Kidd Gilchrist. MCW is at .3 value over replacement player, tied with Frank Kaminsky, and a tenth of a point over Michael Kidd Gilchrist. That would come to uh, that would come as a surprise to a lot of people that he would have more value over replacement player than Michael Kidd Gilchrist.
1: Is this a real
2: stat or is, it, is this some sort of, is this some sort of a joke you're playing Robert? Vorp. I can't believe that. Is there a nerdier sounding stat than Vorp?
0: No. There's a probably a baseball one for sure. Something involved with baseball that's nerdier than that. But Vorp's pretty high up there.
1: I've never heard anybody have you guys ever brought up something like that in a just like a basketball conversation someone, just <laughs> talking,
0: talking about, about their crossovers vorp?
1: yeah just at the bar they're like nah man Harden Harden over LeBron you're like bro his the, vorp look at the vorp <laughs> yeah that's a yeah I mean well I, I I not only did I not know that I still you know I still kind of don't know what that means okay I feel like that's Michael Carter Williams isn't better than <laughs> Michael Kid Gilchrist
0: yeah, that one's interesting. He's my MKG is the only starter of the Hornets not in the top five. Jeremy Lamb actually snakes his spot in the top five on the Hornets roster. Slithery snake. That's it is a little interesting, Doug. Uh, can I can I do mine? real quick? Well, it, yeah, So it yeah. Relates, well, so the the the,
2: the the point of this, I should have said this from the outset. You, we're trying to top each other. We're trying to top mm-hmm. each other with our knowledge of statistics, both advanced and standard. So, David, can you top my my VORP bomb that I just dropped?
0: Yeah, did you know I also chose that VORP stat, and we did not talk about it beforehand. So we, we tie right off the bat. We have the exact same one. Well done, Doug.
2: Oh, we did that exact stat, <laughs> like Michael Carter Williams.
0: <laughs> well, I did a more MKG slant, that he's ninth on the team behind several players, including Michael Carter Williams, which is, uh, as Steve Bob said, hard to believe.
2: Well, this is what it says: is that when we when we set this segment up, that we were going to go look at advanced stats. That you and I both went. Well, what is the most advanced sounding stat that there is? It's VORP.
0: We yeah, exactly. You know who has the lowest VORP? Steve, Bob, care to take a guess?
1: Lowest VORP oh, on the team? Oh boy, no. Nah, uh, I, I don't even know what this means.
2: <laughs> value. It's a value over replacement player. How much? How many points? I guess it's points that they contribute. Over a replacement player, but, over just standard uh, of average X player,
1: that, is it, is this a step that, that like bears out? Like, are the top ten VORP guys in the league like LeBron and dudes like that?
2: I'll look that up
1: because I feel like the Hornets is like it. It could be, it's like situational.
0: The fact most that, of it is what you would think, though. This one is that's the, I think feel like this one is the one uh, anomaly in this whole thing. Most of it plays out like you would think so just factor that into your guess
1: my answer is matthew carroll final guess
2: no no this (laughs) season oh
1: come on you guys gotta can't be making these rules up halfway through Uh, let's go with the uh
2: malik monk is the answer (sighs) yeah value over replacement player leaders in the nba number one lebron james it's LeJean
1: Brames. He's so, he's so good at it Number
2: two, name. James Harden. Number three, Russell Westbrook. Number four, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number five, Damian Lillard. Number six, Carl Anthony Towns. Number seven, Andre Drummond. Number eight, Nikola Jokic. Number nine, Kyle Lowry. Number 10, Steph Curry. Did you know that Steph Curry is from Charlotte? I heard he went to Davidson as well, yeah.
1: They played in the uh, NCAA men's basketball so, tournament. So, as to name. answer That's your fine.
2: question, yes, the the VORP is is pretty accurate. I mean, did are, like,
1: you know? I got one for you guys. Did you guys know that Michael Carter Williams has two YouTube compilations of just five minutes of missing layups? That's too many. That's
2: too too, too 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 many. But that. but at the same time, there are a lot of YouTube videos. People are making these uh, things left and right. God,
1: yeah. There's like, well, how many do you think there are? Hundred,
2: at least. Yeah. At we least need. A, a so, well, how hundreds, many? What's the, what's YouTube's vorp? I think is the <laughs> more important question. Did you know oh. that human beings spend roughly forty seven percent of their waking hours ignoring what's happening in the present moment?
1: Did they, this is a kid from Jerry Maguire just walked in here?
2: Did you know that 80% of NBA fans have no idea what happened in the NBA last night because they were watching NCAA basketball?
1: The human head weighs eight pounds.
0: Hey, did you guys know that after game 37, Frank Kaminsky switched his hair product of choice to Lay Matt Matte Cream, which is a lighter hold with a low shine. It <laughs> goes on easy and holds tight. The result has been a solid performance from the three-point line for Frank after the All-Star break, so... Good on you, Frank.
1: Use promo code Locked On Hornets to get that Matt Green.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, later in the show, we're going to do sneaker of the week. I think we should do hair product of the week too. Brought to you by David Walker. We can do that. that. Was, we can that that do was that. Fantastic. You guys got some good hair. Did you know that the Hornets are not only 27th in assists, but also 27th in the NBA in potential assists? This is a new stat to the uh, stats.nba.com roster potential assist it measures essentially a pass that uh, could have become an assist so a shot went up mm-hmm. something something happened in the game a game action that could have led to an assist happened but but not necessarily they, an assist did not necessarily happen after that. So they are also twenty seventh. <laughs> what it, what is that? Does that stuff? make any sense? What? That's not a real thing. No, it's like so Batum. That's crazier than Vorp. No no no, it's like Batum potential Batum, assist. So so you know, assists are sort of measured in this way. Like if if uh, Kimba passes it to Batum and Batum takes two dribbles, mm. then all of a sudden the possession is Batum's. It's not Kimba mm-hmm. would not get an assist from whatever happens. After Batum, but if he t- if he shoots if he uh, passes it to Batum and Batum immediately puts the shot up, then th- that would be a potential assist, regardless of whether Batum misses or makes it. You know what I'm saying? It becomes mm-hmm. an assist if Batum makes it, but it's a potential assist regardless.
0: I like this on the face because, like you said, Doug, assists can people can get a little loosey goosey with assists, especially mm-hmm. the home scorekeeper. So this kind of factors in the value of the pass, regardless of, of the result. However, uh, this does sound crazy.
2: Okay, so let me let me finish let me finish the point here. So they are 27th in assists. They are also 27th in potential assists. So that if you if you believe in this stat at all, it sort of blows a hole in an argument that we've been making this season that uh, missed shots have accounted for the Hornets' lack of assists. That they've they've been sharing the basketball, but th- the Hornets have struggled to to make shots. Yeah, like it doesn't even seem possible. Well, the Miami Heat. Like, Where's are, the ball coming from? So the Miami Heat are, are are one of the examples that you can look at that have a lot of potential assists, but if you look at their actual assists per game, it it drops. Doesn't so it seem like,
1: like it would be one or the other. You know, you're like. Oh, we didn't have a lot of assists, but
0: Well, they're not moving the ball, right? Exactly. I mean, it just
1: sounds like a, each guy just has the ball each time the shot, like
2: Right. So this this what this uh information that I'm giving you is telling you is that the Hornets have gone on their own a little bit more than in previous mm-hmm. seasons, which which would uh which would uh go right up with Batum and Marvin's comments a few games ago that uh they have been playing a little bit more for themselves as opposed to Sharing the basketball, playing for each other, something that they did two seasons ago when they made the playoffs. It
1: sounds like a stat that you're like fourth grade church league coach would come up with after you guys got killed. Yeah, like, all right, guys, we didn't we didn't move the ball a lot. Okay, didn't get a lot of assists, but w- we had a lot of potential assists. All right. And that's right. what we can build on. They're like, no, we actually didn't have those either. Um we all well, we all just grabbed the ball, shot it immediately uh-huh. and missed it. Uh, and there's every, no every
0: I'm charting every one of my passes moving forward this season as a potential assist.
2: We're going to take a short break. We're going to be right back. We're going to do a box score boogie on Hornets Hawks and give you a breakdown of what happened in that game. Plus, sneaker of the week. David has his hottest shoe that you need to cop. Ooh, what's Very it going to be? What's Very it going to be? That's right. It's exciting. You're listening to Locked On Hornets on a fun Friday. <laughs> Here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are listening to the
1: Locked On Hornets Podcast. Don't sign them to a, a $40 million contract. <laughs> can you shoot? Well, that hold is on, the caveat. If on, he can shoot, on. I would, can. Uh, would be good. Get more Hornets analysis on LockedOnHornets.com.
2: Welcome back to Locked On, Hornets. Time for a little box score boogie. If you're new to the show, this is where we dig into the box score. We pull some numbers out. We throw them out to the rest of the the host on the show. And those hosts have to guess what that number is. Are you gentlemen ready? David and I have a few. Steve is going to...
1: Yeah, I'm going to... Yep, i prepared...
2: Steve, well, Steve, it's fine. You can be the commentariat. You can comment on these stats. Nice. All right. So, David, do you have one for me?
0: The first number is
2: 40. It's 40. Oh, I know 40. this one. 40. I know this one. This is the this is the number of times that Dell Curry mentioned that Damian Lee was dating engaged dating. Are they engaged? Oh, they're to his engaged. Daughter engaged to his daughter he mentioned it 40 times i know that for a fact who's
1: this this is the thing you had in your pocket who's damian lee
2: damian lee plays for the atlanta hawks he is a guard on the atlanta hawks made some shots it made his nba debut i believe in the last hawks game before this hornets game and and had another great performance for the hawks against the hornets but del curry but yeah but del curry mentioned this 40 times that's the right number right
0: yeah, yeah, he's on a ten-day right now. Steve Bob. At one point, Dell said he was going to meet young Mister Lee for dinner last night, uh, the night before the game. But he had a hair appointment. Lee, not not Dell. And it <laughs> took him two hours, and his hair wasn't going to be done until nine thirty. So Dell smartly and wisely called that off. But then seemed to play some sort of practical joke or trick on him. He texted him and said, "Me and my friends and I are at a certain adult bar." Mm-hmm. And
2: <laughs> so Dell Dell texted this to Damien.
0: right? Right. Wow. And savvy and, and savvy
2: dad moved there, by the way.
0: And then did not get a response, and then replied, "Good, no reply from you."
2: Mmm. It was a test. More it was a test.
0: Mm-hmm. See, it's all tricky. So
2: um, my my question oh, is this: it. How did Dell phrase? Did he phrase it as adult bar? How did he phrase this on? It was Fox, awkwardly phrased,
0: like just like that <laughs> yeah. adult male bar, <laughs>
2: <laughs> an adult establishment.
0: And this was during live game action, so it was fantastic. Uh, great drop in from Dell there. No, 40 is the number of minutes Nick Batum played last night, guys. 40 minutes for Nicholas Batum played a lot in there with uh, Malik Monk, a little bit kind of using or being the ball handler while Monk was out there, but played 40 minutes. On the night, and got a triple double for his efforts.
2: 10 points, 10 rebounds, 16 assists. All right. Oh, all right. damn it. I just gave away one of my numbers. <laughs> that was my... 16. What is, hey, David, what is 16?
0: Uh, that used to be the legal driving age in North Carolina, but now I think it's 18, right? What?
2: Well, they changed it because they driving? changed it because of, of the danger that you present out on the roads. It had nothing to do with drinking. They were just like, we got to get young David Walker off the roads.
0: Well, that's – I've had mine for a while.
2: Uh, 16 is the number of assists for Dick Batum. That was a career – Oh, yeah, we just talked about that. That was a career <laughs> high and a franchise record for number of assists – in a triple double for Nick Batum. It was nice David to see Nick Batum playing basketball the way he did last night against the Hawks because honestly, like they don't need a trip. They're obviously not going to get a triple double for him every night, but that the Nick Batum that we saw last night is exactly the Nick Batum they needed really at the beginning of the season. Uh, and I really feel like if if Nick Batum like we could talk about a lot of things that went wrong this season, but I really feel down deep in my core that had Nick Batum been healthy enough to figure some things out early in the season this this season would have gone a lot differently
0: yeah I, I I think so I guess so guys I just don't know if he's gonna be that guy that they need him to be or they wanted to be that, but what I'm saying stuff. is
2: that's the guy like the guy we saw last mm-hmm. night is exactly the guy that they needed him to be the problem
1: that I don't do deep dive on I don't watch a lot of game film on him over, over his time here but like he seems to do he's he he puts up these great games like in times like these when it when the season's kind of over it doesn't really matter and uh i mean he, he plays great games during the season too but it's that inconsistency and obviously injuries have something to do with that but he's not like i feel i always think this guy's like 34 he's not that old like he his athleticism and everything again maybe it's the injuries I uh, i would love got to a see lot of him. miles
0: on him too
1: yeah, it right it seems like he just I don't know. He he looks a lot, I'm I'm worried about it, but you know, now we're almost we're two seasons into the contract, so, you know, w- what are you going to do?
2: David, do you have another number for me? I do. Wait, wait, wait. before number?
1: we move on. 16 assists. How many of the give me some potential assists.
2: <laughs> I don't know if they measure it per game, but I'm going to a, take a look.
1: Yeah, that was a red herring you he introduced at the beginning of the episode. The fans want the potential assists. Doug's actually looking for it now. I, <laughs> You could have made that up. Um,
2: I don't make up. Listen, I don't. unlike it's such the funny. leader of the free world, I don't get on this show and make up. Whoa.
0: Oh, Spicy meatballs, meatballs coming through. <laughs> um, hey, hey, I've got a number for you. It's
2: 52. 52. 52. 52.
0: 52. I don't know. Give it to me. What is it? percent 52%. Oh,
2: geez. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's the percentage of three-pointers made by the Charlotte Hornets last night, Doug.
2: They needed so maybe, They needed every not, one of them. In the, in the, yeah. in the fourth quarter, uh, Tori and Prince went on a tear and hit like three straight three-pointers for the, the Atlanta Hawks and got the Hawks within 11. And this was a game, again, just like uh, the previous game, the Hornets were, were uh, rocking and rolling and had a 20-plus point lead. And and it all went away in the fourth quarter, and uh, luckily, uh, I think Kimba hit two and Batum hit another one uh, there right after that to respond and put it put it put the game basically out of reach for the Hornets. So they needed every one of those threes. Fifteen. That's my number. That's Kimba Walker's number. That's one less than sixteen, and I didn't give this one away.
1: 15, 15 is the number of assists Nick Batum had before his final assist of the night.
2: That is also correct. Yeah, 15 baby. is the number of technicals accumulated by Dwight Howard. He got one last night. One more will equal 16, which also equals the number of assists that Nick Batum had last night. How about that for stats? Huh.
0: I'm it's, worried, guys. This, one uh, more, this thing goes another. all
2: the way to the top. One more, sixteen, and he has to take a <laughs> seat. One game. One he might game not. He might
0: not be able to play in the playoffs. So I worried. don't
2: think. I don't think. I don't think he's going to make it. I think uh, sixteen. <laughs> he probably, he's probably going to get number sixteen. I
0: think but he's got to go for
1: somebody, it. Somebody point Somebody tweeted or uh, some one of these Hornets guys tweeted something the other day about like, you know, everyone hates on Dwight, but you know, here's how many playoff games he's made in his career, and here's how many the Bobcat slash Hornets have, and he's. Dwight's got way more, and I guess his point was like, it's not Dwight's fault that the team's not going to make the playoffs. But I thought it was hilarious because if you com- put those two together, like Dwight's directly responsible for us not making more playoff games in the past.
2: That's true. Yeah, uh, swept yeah. as our, a as a as an opposing player swept
1: yes. our butts, and then now that he's on this team, not nah, not no more playoff games for us
2: ever under his Neither. tenure.
1: No, it's just. In, I mean, it's a funny argument to pose. I think
2: thirty-three points for Dwight Howard last night, though thirteen yeah. of twenty from the field. They went to him a lot, That's and it a, makes sense because he's been successful against Atlanta this season. They cool. really don't have a player on that roster capable of guarding him. So it was a good. Yeah, he good grew job up.
1: He grew up there, you know. So he knows. He knows the lay of the land. He knows every which way to score in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, he, he really hates them every and wants way. to wants to hurt them. It's hard to
1: have an answer for a guy when like he he was the guy that would be the answer for him on your team.
0: Yeah. You know? Right. At one point, there was a super small lineup for both sides, and Frank Kaminsky was like the shot blocker and forcer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of g- <laughs> possessions on this game, it was super weird. Uh, but like John Collins and um, – Maybe it was Prince or like basically the, the front line for the Hawks. And like I said, Frank and it's like Frank and Lamb and Marvin. I mean, it was, it was kind of a weird that's what the, small lineup.
2: Yeah, that's the lineup that they closed with, David. That's a lineup that allowed that that Prince run at the end of the game. And Frank Kaminsky was on Prince. And once again, we see Frank Kaminsky struggling to guard those type of players when you, know, you look back at the Pelicans game and look – a lot of players are going to struggle against Anthony Davis, but mm-hmm. they, they were matching Frank with, with Anthony, or I guess you really look at it like New Orleans was matching Anthony Davis with Frank Kaminsky when the hornets were going small.
1: Can I can I cut you up here though and jump in because I want to make something clear about Frank? Please. We want to make this clear. It's not the hair product's fault.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right, David? It's good. No, no, certainly not. Okay, I mean
1: I just don't want to cast any aspersions here towards the the flat mat. Or whatever it's called. <laughs> hey, um,
2: the Flat Dan, actually, I think
1: Dapper Dan. Um,
2: yes, you had a point. You were you no, had, I was, I didn't have a point. point.
1: I was going to derail your program. Oh, I got it. I was going to throw to my throw I love, to something else. Do it. Fun Friday. Well, guys. <laughs> NCAA tournament action yesterday. What, ba,
2: ba, 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 uh-oh.
1: The Frank thing got me thinking because my, my favorite, uh, there's, you know, I always check out the guys that are like mm-hmm. the day before, it's like there's some senior who s- scores 30 points a game, Harold Arsenault, you know, back in the day mm-hmm. against your against your boys, y'all's boys. Um, and, uh, you know, you're, you're more, so, well, the guys you never hear of. So this guy for South Dakota, the Dahmer, Dominator, whatever his name is.
2: It's a big guy.
1: And he was, like, great. It was, like, awesome. It was everything you want out of a, a tournament guy. Like, he just...
2: Except for winning and continuing to be a tournament guy. But he was, that like... That was the one thing missing. They didn't win.
1: I They didn't set out to win. They didn't want to. They just wanted... Yeah, no, I mean, he, he
2: featured well. He played well. Like, what, 27, 28 points?
1: It's, like, one of those ones, though, where they're, like, yeah, this guy's, like, the whole team. And he, But he had some moves, man. He, Like, I would take him over Frank straight up right now. He was, like, he can shoot threes... He can dunk the basketball. High percentage shot right there. Um, what did you guys think? Any standout? Uh, both our guys that we liked, we were talking about this yesterday, Colin Sexton and mm-hmm. uh, your guy.
2: Gilgis Alexander.
1: Shay Labouf.
2: How do you say his first name? Shay. Yep. Shay Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, he... he.
1: They both had great games. He did. Mm-hmm.
2: I really, I, you know, in terms of, of tournament action, I don't want to pretend like I know anything about college basketball. So I will say, yes, the guy that I like for no other reason than he played well in the SEC championship, Shea, Gilgis Alexander, played really well, played, you know, played well defensively, and uh, that's really. I'm, I'm just they, already in, in. And they
0: played Davidson, guys. I don't know
2: if you realize this. Wildcat on Davidson. Wildcat. Then Arizona uh, loses. That Steph destroyed my bracket.
1: Them cats are wild. That's some wild cat action. Um yeah, I was talking that uh, Arizona one, that was a shocker. And Ooh. the guy that yeah. so this that's the thing is like that I, I feel like it's almost uh that's not gonna affect that guy's draft stock. No, Aiden. no, no, no. Like Aiden, it's almost it doesn't matter. In fact, I
2: think if there's one player that is most relieved of about what happened yesterday, it's DeAndre Ayton. He can now he's no longer going to play in games that risk him getting injured. He gets to now fully prepare for his NBA future and a possible number one overall selection.
1: He looks like he's like an old school looking he reminds me of like Patrick an, Ewing. Yeah, he reminds me of like an eighties center where you're like, Is that guy forty? He's just-
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and Seriously, the one, he it,
0: does look aged.
2: Yeah, and the one you know, with Aiden, I mean the big the big thing is going to be does he does he possess any kind of 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 skill set offensively, he has there.
1: no skills. No,
2: right. That's that's going to be the big question mark for him. Can he develop those? Is he developable? Yeah. All right, we're gonna we got to take a short break. We're gonna be right back with the sneaker, the sneaker, sneaker, sneaker of 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 the 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 we 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 with David Walker. You're listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network.
1: You are listening to the Locked On Hornets podcast. Think about that. If they won 15 games, if they win 15 0, they'd be a lot better.
2: <laughs> right? Wait, hold on. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Pull that sound
1: bite. You know I wasn't about to try to do some math. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast.
2: All right, we're back. Doug Branson, David Walker, Steve Bob Forrest in the studio for you, talking Hornets, talking NBA, and now talking fashion. We're going to the sneaker, sneaker, sneaker up, 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 the, the, the week, week, week with David Walker. David, what is the sneaker of the week?
0: Doug, I'm very excited about this segment. And a uh, quick shout out to all the Hornets, of course. But uh, Frank Kaminsky in particular has been bringing some heat on court this season. He has a sneaky sneaker game. Heat on and, the feet? Uh, that's right, See, That's he, right, and and on the hair um, with the matte cream. But, yeah, he has some good shoes out there. I wanted to feature him, but last night I saw a shoe that has been worn before. It was worn in the All-Star game by Mr. Kimball Walker, the captain. You may have heard of him. And he was wearing these again last night. It was the Air Jordan 10 I'm Back edition. Uh, per the brand, Michael Jordan was never supposed to play in the Air Jordan 10, guys. In fact, it's outsole design listed his career achievements as a tribute to the recently retired at the time superstar and that all changed on March 18, 1995 with a fax reading straight to the point I'm back. So this is a uh, air Jordan 10 Kimba has been wearing this shoe for most of the season. This is a pretty clean design. It's black and white, very plain. And the reason I'm featuring this Doug, you can purchase this. This shoe can be yours. Tomorrow they are releasing it on the anniversary of that fax what? lineup. That's right. That's right. You can have it. I would Line never
2: up. purchase these.
0: <laughs> no. Be- Tell me beca- why.
2: Because they are they are 80% just absolutely egg white. And like I would get these I would get these dirty in about 15 seconds. That's an
1: egg white? You're going with an
2: egg white there? I couldn't think of of another brighter white. What's brighter than an egg? Egg egg white's a little yellow. Okay, okay.
1: So most of the whites are. I'm I'm
2: sorry. I didn't know I had a couple of Pantone experts. Well, I was. (laughs) What is, okay. What is the right white? What is the right white then?
1: Oh, that's. uh, Angel white. Hmm.
0: Angel
2: white? Sean Bradley white.
0: Okay. All right. You actually have these. Brigham Young. You know Yeah,
1: BYU white. That's the BYU white, yeah. Ivy League White. Sure. Sure. Saint Saint Paddy's Day white. It's just a it's just a straight up white.
0: I'll tweet out a picture of these for the guys who can't see this uh audio only podcast, but
2: It's a beautiful though, shoe. These,
0: right? You 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 know you have these in the Hornets teal and purple version.
1: What's the ugliest shoe you've uh, seen this year, David? Do
0: I? Yeah, you have these, buddy. It's the same
2: shoe you have. It- <laughs> David, oh by the way, God. David just comes over to my house and just tells me what shoes I have. I don't know. <laughs> I did, I did. David, I did ask you for a recommendation on a running shoe, mm-hmm. and and you recommended the the Pegasus thirty fours, I believe, and I bought it. And let me just say, it feels like I'm running on clouds.
0: That's excellent. That's Wonderful. great to hear, man. I'm so glad
2: you're great at recommending shoes. That's why we wanted to do this segment every week. Sneaker That's of the right. week. The Air Jordan Ten Retro Summit, white and black, releasing tomorrow.
1: David, what's the ugliest shoe you've seen this year? Ooh, I got a, uh, I got an answer. Uh, uh, while you're thinking, these okay. the Celtics things when they do they try to put like shamrocks and like gold and mm-hmm. stuff on oh, there. And it's like I get Are it. They playing but, today. Uh, it's like, there's a pair of Kyries and like, I like the Kyries, but they yeah. were hideous. It's just like a, it's a really gross color combo that it just doesn't go with basketball. It's kind of weird. It's like a, yeah. it was like a Notre Dame type type deal.
0: The one that's going to mind right now was Dame Lillard and it was a Bape uh, collaboration and oh, it yeah, it just yeah did yeah. not work Yeah, Did you see those? I believe um, so. It
1: looked like. Yeah, it looked like kind of like a performance art
0: piece. Yeah, yeah. So those were strange. I'm sure there's something else that's not coming to mind right now, but the Hornets have been actually pretty fortunate. They get you know they get all these Jordans in these special Hornets makeup colorways. Nick Batum had a nice one on last night that I almost featured. Maybe we'll save that for next week. If you guys see sneakers out there, uh, hit me up on Twitter, and maybe we'll feature it next week.
2: Tweet us that sweet feet heat. That's right. <laughs> What did I say? Oh, foot candy. Yeah, tweet us that no, delicious foot candy. I don't
1: like that at all. Yeah,
2: I was trying to think of what I said previously that grossed everyone out.
1: Don't Google foot foot candy though, because foot candy. not at work. You'll probably delicious,
2: eat... smooth, buttery foot candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This has been a fun show. This thanks to everyone. <laughs> this, thanks, thanks to everyone for listening to us on this fun Friday. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your March Madness filled weekend. Uh, thanks again to Steve Bob for joining us here in studio. Mm. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Follow us on Instagram at Locked On Hornets. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Spotify, whatever you use to put podcast in your ears. Just search Locked On Hornets and tell a friend and give us a five star review. It helps us climb the rankings and get out to those hardcore Hornets fans just like yourself. All right, for everyone here in the Gittimer.com studios, go Hornets, go America, let's swarm Charlotte. Foot candy.